0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another podcast of the Bowman Legacies podcast, where we are brought to you, of course, by Bowman Legacies, making life better for the blue-collar person, one CEO at a time. We're also brought to you by sci-fi Western author Grizz Waller, who's writing a new book called Selfish Acts of Righteous Men that hopefully will launch this summer. You guys, I uh, it is such an honor and privilege to host this next guest. And I would love for it to be more like a conversation than an interview. This man has such rich knowledge on moving forward and adapting and changing your life and reinventing yourself and looking within yourself and changing you yourself. This man's motto is empower your mind, empower your life. He is a timeline therapy practitioner, NLP practitioner, master practitioner, advanced language practitioner, fully qualified hypnotherapist. 12 years devoted as a mind coach, and he's seen his clients live above pain, stress, and, and anxiety and reach a life of fulfillment and happiness. Um, the Highlights of his career include working along high-profile names such as Liam Harrison, eight-time world Thai boxing champion, Emma Elston, MMA. MBE Businesswoman of the Year, and Glenn Cordoza, author of The New York Best Time Seller, Becoming a Supple Leopard, and Emmerdale's Am- Am- notorious Michael Parr, and to say the least, someone I know very well, Eddie the Underground King, Alvarez, UFC World Champion, to say the very least, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the myth, the human, the legend, Vinny Shoreman.
1: Oh, thanks for having me on. I've also been on Joe Rogan four times. I Rogan know I was going to mention that. And I was, just thought I'd throw that in, throw <laughs> that in So it just adds some more splendor to my life. No, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And uh thanks for having me on.
0: Oh, I tell you what, you know, the um, Joe Rogan podcast is not the first place that I have saw you or have heard of you. But it's definitely the first place I actually heard you speak. And, okay. Um, <laughs> Here I am, because I, I am a huge fan. A lot of people know me. I'm a huge fan of combat sports, and I don't really care what it is. If it's boxing, great. If it's Thai boxing, I, I just love it all, jiu-jitsu. I love it all. And um, <clears throat> so I thought the podcast was going to be solely about that. And then I hear this man come on and talk about changing your life and your perspective and how to truly be a champion. And that is one of the things, it just rocked me. And, I, and I'll tell you exactly where I was. I mean, this will make no sense to you being where you are, but I was on 465, which is a highway that goes around Indianapolis, Indiana, in my work truck. And um, I was a blast hole driller in the mining industry at the time. And <clears throat> the podcast really inspired me to try to move forward. So my career as people who have know me has really launched across the board from non-for-profit work counseling one uh, percent are bikers and people coming out of maximum security prison to working in the mining industry, being a safety guy, known on the federal level, and then working as a company helping it build it. And your podcast is one of those things that made me not scared to go. You know what? Dang it, I can do this.
1: Yeah, good. I'm uh, I'm happy about that. I mean, look at the end of the day, you know, I don't walk on water. I am. I know, I'm not. I'm not a guru in any way, shape, or form. Some people think they are. Um, I'm just a normal. If you say normal, not really that normal. Um, <laughs> it's from strange ways. But no, I, I'm just a. I'm just a person that believes in in getting the best out of your mind and exploring our inner world, really, and and trying to, you know, shed light in darkness where people get upset. And you know, it sounds very heroic and very noble. But I believe it's a noble, noble job anyway, and it's a noble cause. And I like seeing people successful. I like seeing people succeed. And I and I. And I'm not going to lie, I enjoy it egotistically in ways. When they win, Nets feel happy. When they don't win, but they followed what they've done, they felt the best they've they wanted to feel in, in whatever it is sport or life, then it makes me happy. So it's always a win win for me. Um, of course, financially, it's good. Um, but yeah, I just like seeing people get the best out of themselves. And, and when you decided to do that and just prompting, I just, you know, might point you in the right direction the directions you follow and you go to prove that I'm not taking any, uh, any um, praise for that because you did it. Yeah. For me, it's always about the client. I'm just the person of information. They take the information, they use it and they get somewhere fabulous. If they don't, uh, it's uh, some wills, some won't, so what, that's the way it works.
0: Yeah. I, <clears throat> as I'm learning that more, because I, I did have a background in counseling for seven years and, and for them that people were, we, came into my room for three, three reasons. One, the 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 government said you had to. Mm -hmm. Two, your wife said you had to. Mm. Or three, you wanted to. And when that person that wanted to came in, it was such an easy process Yeah. moving forward. It it was unbelievable.
1: The other two are irrelevant because once someone someone says to me, I'm gonna buy some sessions from you for my whatever, my wife or my husband, it never works. It never works because it feels like you're telling them there's something wrong with them. They sort of resent it in a way. So no, I, I never, it's never, it's always been the less successful um, processes yeah. when that's happened. If people want to change and they come in because I'm in my office right now and they want to change, they will because the they have works done by them making that inner decision. So yeah, it's, it's always, I've, I'm the same. It's always better when someone wanted to do it, you know?
0: Yeah. And I, I love what you said earlier about, you know, me doing it myself or where I have came to. And that's what I constantly try to feed my clients. But, you know, when I look at you and I look at myself, we've all been able to reinvent ourselves and to move forward. And I think that a lot of people stand on paradigms and that they, they feel like that they're stuck on that paradigm. Hmm. And they yeah. don't. Yeah, they don't want to move forward. and they. But it's not that they don't want to, but they feel like they can't. And so empowering them is part of the job. And I think that's one of the things that you're very good at. I watched um, a video of you not too long ago talking in, a, in what we would call a dojo or a training center about <clears throat> shit happens. You know, everybody's got bad stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, you know, we can be sitting here. I'm in good health. You're in improving health as you're talking just off camera. Um, but out there, you know, everything can be rosy. You know, of course, there's a pandemic. It's not fun. It's terrible for some people. Yeah. My heart goes out to them and my, my sympathy goes out to them, my the love and care and everything like that. You know, and, and you know, but for me, it's been all right. I've had COVID, I had a hip replacement, but I've had loads of things go on. Mm-hmm. I don't dwell on that. But I think what, what's the, the main thing is, um, is life will piss on you anyway. Sooner or later, life pisses on everyone. Look, life kills us in the end. Yeah, let's face it. But it's like you know, it, it's what we, people people say, "Oh, you what I want to think positive." What I want to think positive, positive thinking you should have anyway. I think it should be an, it should be a given. Yeah, the main thing is resilience. I think that what people lack, what people should be aiming for, and what people lack a hell of a lot is resilience. Because somewhere along the line, life will piss on you. Excuse my friends but. So make them part of good, put worse words. But we'll just use piss. <laughs> and um, life will do that. Yeah, <laughs> life will do that. So what we've got to do is you've got to have a resilience, to where to 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 say to stay steadfast on what your values and your beliefs are, to to get where you want to get to, to get where you want to get. And and you know, with the current climate, what's going on in people's lives, like I said, it's terrible. However we will get through it Mm -hmm. as human beings because we are, we are in innately resilient.
0: Yeah, no, I agree.
1: That's, that's my, that's my opinion. You have to grow your own resilience by doing little incremental steps to get where you want to get to, so.
0: I think we get overwhelmed when we look at the big picture and sometimes, especially when we kind of awaken to the idea or the notion of, you know, depending on what's going on, the career that you're in maybe comes to a screeching halt or the marriage you're in comes to a screeching halt or, you know, different situations like that. I think being nimble and adaptive is so key to other people's success. When you look at life, you know, everybody's talks about an overnight success. I don't really believe there are any overnight successes. You know, that's been years of work that took them to get to where they are. And then if they are an overnight success, it's usually a flash in the pan and we don't see them again until they're, you know, (laughs) on the news for, you know, knocking over a bank or something. And so we wonder what happened to them. And so I think it is, yeah, it's truly that consistency, but you talk about those nimble steps, you know, those small steps. And I think, you know, a lot of the times what we're seeing in culture, we're hearing this success rhetoric right now. And a lot mm-hmm. of guys are being out there flashy and they're in these, you know, they're big cars and they're nice cars and they're big houses and all those stuff. And so they're feeding those people as if, this is what success looks like, and this no. is what you must emulate.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have clients. I have clients that have all the trappings of of success, um, and those monetary things, and those things, if you will, mm-hmm. trinkets. However, this. I mean, the ones that I were ever happy anyway. But I don't think that's all to do with. with you can be. You can have all that and have nothing. You can have that and feel empty inside. You can have that and just not it just becomes it just becomes the norm. You know, we see these these huge trappings of yachts and blah, 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 and this, this and this, and have all, you know, I'm sure you'd have a beautiful time on them. However, if you're still not if you're still scared of what you were scared of when you were 10, if you still have you still got that insecurity for when you was 20, if you still got them them. Them um, ideas of not being good enough but still hide it behind things, you're still gonna have to you're still gonna have to answer to that anyway, mm. somewhere along the line. I think what we what we people should be aware of is life in your unconscious mind, especially, will start to, to will present you with issues that you haven't resolved. And every opportunity it gets, it will repeat those. Mm. And if you're not willing to look at the mirror and say, I've got to change this shit, or it keeps repeating. Then you start making excuses. She so starts saying, "Oh, no, the reason that... I, I mean, recently, I, I, like I said, I do not walk on water. I don't pretend to walk on water. I have it all nailed down and know what life's about. I don't. I fucking don't. But what I do know is that I'm willing to look at my my misgivings, my shortcomings, and face them head on and change them." And I think I haven't got excuses. I'm 51 years of age. I could think of excuses, the reasons because this, the reasons because that, and I don't, I don't give them reasons anymore. I'm at a place in my life where if I don't like what I've done or I do or, or, or keep doing, I will, I will make it my danddies as much as hard as it is to change it. to, 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 sp- to speak, just speak to people in the wrong way or react in a certain way and it causes upset, especially mainly to me, then, I, and I don't want it to cause other people problems, but I'm not really like that, but I mean, if it causes problems to me, I change it. And I think that's, that's where I'm at in life now. I'm quite happy looking in the proverbial mirror of yeah. of my life and how I act. And, and I'm at more peace with it than I've ever been. But I think people can't. They have to make excuses. It's because, it's because, and that's, that's not that. And I could always go back on that. You could, could always go back on say you, you was disrespectful or horrible to somebody. Then you give the reasons as to why. Then you give yourself, then you give you, then you can add volition to things and say, well, it's because this. No. You take responsibility for who you are. You take responsibility for what you say. If you say something wrong to someone, admit it. There's nothing more refreshing than being honest. People don't want to take your apology. That's to them. You are you're cleaning your. Your proverbial soul, if you will, you know, and where I'm at at the moment is to look at myself and go and give myself no excuses
0: yeah
1: I think that's that's one of the things now i don't I haven't got any excuses to 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 present to you and say well, it's this no I give once you run out of excuses or once you give out of causes, once you've got no um you give yourself zero option, that's when you'll succeed, mm. You give yourself zero option. That's my opinion.
0: That is so powerful. And and you and I both having the background, we see this every day. You know, we, we we're hired at times to tell somebody, hey, look, you know, you are not taking ownership over yourself and your own life and yeah. your own decisions. And I remember yeah. when I was young, I was very I was prone to violence. And uh, mm-hmm. I would was raised in such a way that I was taught it, it was ingrained in me as a child. And I've never saw, sat well with you're a product in your of your environment because you do have a, a time in your life where you can choose. Once I realized that behavior, yeah, I would yeah. black out. I would black out and someone would be on the floor. And I realized that the reason why I was hurting people, even though I was blacking out, was because of my choice to hold on to bitterness, to hold on to hate, to hold on to anger, and hold on to things in my past that I should have let go and just moved on from. And I'll tell you, once I started that, I stopped blacking out.
1: I stopped reacting. Yeah, I mean, put the anger anger for young anger from anger for young men and women, or anger for anyone, comes from sadness. So it comes from an unresolved, unresolved sadness. It comes and also a way of not expressing yourself, not being able to articulate how you feel, and it's just it just becomes a knee-jerk reaction. Initially, when you said about. Um, initially when you said about losing your job and losing a marriage and stuff like that look you know I'm not going to say that I have the cure for you just shrug your shoulders and get on with it and just tough it out and just bite the bullet and David Goggins and go running 50 miles every day that <laughs> blocks your belt fantastic whatever you yeah. like however though you also got to understand that if you're if you're willing to look at you and look at what you can do to make yourself better that's the only thing you can ever do anyway. You can't change anybody unless they want to. Mm. It doesn't work. So it's about, again, you know, going back to it, it's, it's more about responsibility for yourself. And like you said, I was the same, knee-jerk reaction, young men, you know, growing up in the, you know, the 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 idea of ninjas and kung fu and mm. blah, 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 and knights in shining armor and all that sort of heroic thing that metaphors that young men live by you know, shoot bullets first and then ask questions later. We've all had that. But it's just like, you know, it comes from a it comes from a place of sadness and it can it comes from a place where um there can be changed, but you have to you have to revisit you and reassess who you are.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that is so powerful. And I, I talked to a guy the other day who was really so I you know as you do too, you know, a lot of people talk to you on Instagram and they ask you stuff. And I actually had somebody from um Tanzania, reach out to me. And, and we were just bantering back and forth. And, and he was struggling with, you know, obviously the government and the issues that he's got going on and all of this madness that's going on where he lives and and growing and moving forward. And it really made me think about where we all are now, especially here in the States. There is so much turmoil, Vinny. There is just, you know, these polls that are constantly pulling for, for power and attention. And there's just a lot of chaos right now. And by filtering your mind and focusing on yourself, you can filter out a lot of this stuff and still grow and still have joy, Kane.
1: Well, it's not your problem. It's like, it's not really everything. I I lead it. Sometimes people think I'm rude and I don't mean to be. And and I don't, I don't think I am. But when people say, oh, this is happening, blah, I don't care. I say, I genuinely don't care. You know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. You know, I'm not a scientist. You no, know, people say, yeah, but this and they're doing this, and like, I, I don't care, because at the end of the day, I can only change what's in. I can only change what's in here, and I only live in my house. Mm-hmm. If I took every single problem on that a client told me, I mean, I care, but I don't hold it. You know, you can't. No. You know, you see uh, some horrific things. I don't hold on to it. But if these things going on, I mean, England is the the epicenter of COVID at the moment. It's got the highest death rates in Europe, um, and it's a small island. I I don't know. I I know for a fact that it's it's going on because I have a I have a friend that works in intensive care unit, the ICU in Manchester. My friend, and she's telling me that it's an absolute, it's it's it's, it's horrific. So I'm grateful. I don't do that job, but I'm grateful for them for doing that job, you know? Right. And um I I just I just live, I just do what I can do, help who I can help, and the rest of it sadly will have to take care of itself because things will always go on, corruption will always go on, backhanders will always go on, he knows him, scratching hands and and, and drugs will always go on. Yep. These things will always go on because they've, they've, they've begun from time immemorial. So I just change what I can change, help who I can help, who asked me to help them. I can't help everybody. But um, no, I, I just think it's, it's. I understand, but it's sometimes, you you know, you, you're, you're too busy looking in your outside of your own garden and not tending to your own, growing your own crops, growing your own flowers and, and tending to the weeds and stuff that, you know, you, you become embroiled in something that's really not your business anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. We we carry those things so heavily, and uh, I do a lot of empathic work, as you do too. You know, you have to get inside of someone's head. You have to talk to these people and get inside of their head. And if you carry that with you, well, you and I, we would just be mad. We would be insane. You know that we would just yeah. so ridden yeah. with stress. I still have to lay down and sleep at night. I have two daughters who are my light and glory. I love them, and so I can't carry that mm-hmm. in my relationship with them or my beautiful mm-hmm. wife, twenty three years. And so, you know. I think one of the things to moving forward, especially today, and this is why I told this guy in Tanzania, the same thing you said. It's like, look, you need to focus on you, take ownership uh, over you. And those are the very first steps to moving forward as a human being and growing and reinventing yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's totally right. I mean, it's just, it's just about focusing on what you can change. But it's because, you know, every now, you know, if you're looking for something to blame outside your own life, I get that because, you know, the government did this and they may not have done that, but our government certainly didn't handle the COVID very well, um, as in, you know, not shutting down the borders quick enough, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But am I an expert on, on, uh, on pandemics? No. And is there anybody alive an expert on pandemics? No, because they've never, ever had it. Yeah. Never been in it. They've never been involved in it.
0: Yeah. They can read about so, it. It just, yeah, it's all moving forward. And I think one thing, too, is like here, you get really shamed for failing in America.
1: Yeah, sorry. So
0: yeah, I know. Sorry. You're not bothering me, brother. I'm just so happy that you're here. <laughs> we, we get, um, you, you get shamed for failure. I mean, people love to be trolls and to say, well, you know, how can you speak on this? Because you're not, you're this. And, and they love to keep you in a side of a box. And they form this opinion of you right away at first glance. And I think that stifles a lot of people by not just shutting them up and moving on.
1: I think I think with judgment we do it anyway. I think it's an intrinsic it's an intrinsic thing. I think we we, we make knee-jerk reactions and judges, judgments on everything because it's, that's just the thing way we're made as human beings. You know, we have to judge if a tiger's gonna attack us or not. So it's, I think it's a, in a reptilian brain, maybe, and for judging people. But I think I think that you know it's it's when when it's like that if you was a child and you was insecure and everyone there was a there was a kid and I don't know say the kid was really fat, you was a little bit fat, but when the other kid started calling this other kid fatty yeah fatty fatty, you join in mm-hmm. because it's easier to to deflect from who you are and go on to somebody else. It's easy to deflect someone said to me once about uh, there was a boxer called Luke Campbell he's just lost to Ryan Garcia. But he fought uh, Vasily Lomachenko, and I went because I'm a big Ooh. Lomachenko fan and also I, Gennady I, Golovkin fan. Yeah, there we go.
0: Champions yeah, fan. he's he's but, brilliant. Um, sorry, he's brilliant.
1: Oh yeah, he's brilliant. So when I was talking, and then someone said, "Oh, Luke Campbell's rubbish." Luke Campbell's this. Luke Campbell's that. I said, "Where's your gold medal from the Olympics?" You know, fucking shut up. Yeah. Did you win? Did you? Are you? Well, where's your? Yeah, no, yeah, but uh, blah blah blah. Well, he's not shit, <laughs> is he? Then you know, fuck off. Yeah. You know, it, it, you just get, you just get, it's, it's very easy. It's very easy to criticise everything and everyone and how stupid people are and stuff. But you know what? No one knows everything. Now, as I said, no one walks on water, certainly not me. And if you're not willing to look at yourself and change things and, and, and make the things that you glaring, glaring holes in your personality and in the way that you conduct yourself, then who are you anyway? Yeah, not really anyone. Someone that make excuses and blame everything else. It's, you 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 got to answer for it somewhere, and you only answer it in your own mind and in your own emotions and values. So,
0: I love that what you said too. I was in um, I have a silent partner that works with me, Eric, and and uh this guy's you know twenty years of marriage counseling that he's done. I mean, this great background, great mind, and he and I meet every once in a while for a beer. And I'll never forget being in a pub and hearing someone say, so up on the screen was UFC. They said Nate Diaz was a punk. And I was like, bro, I was like, Nate Diaz could whip 15 of you in a bathroom. <laughs> I was like, how go. can you, well, he lost. And he always gets cut up. And I'm like, bro, you would not walk into that ring if you were sane with that yeah. guy. And we just love to deflect. We love to sit. like
1: it's like, it's like when I, like, you know, you've contacted me from my website, and I have a lady who's working for me called Karen. <clears throat> Karen's got breast cancer. Oh. Karen's, Karen's battled through um, lots of things. I, obviously, I'm not going to say, it's her thing, it's her story. But I get inspiration from Karen. You know, I, yesterday I didn't want to train. I didn't want to train. Tired, all that excuse, i 51, I had a hip replacement, and, and I couldn't not train. Because Karen's training, <sighs> you understand. I get inspiration from everywhere, not just from people that round of applause on Instagram and they've got the, you know, they've got the, the Gucci bag or whatever. I don't fucking know. But I, I look at people who who are just who are just deemed ordinary people like Karen, and you just go, you know what? Shut up. I, I you can complain about something, and then if you think about. There's a couple of ways of doing it. I don't know I'm going to tell you this, but I'll tell you it anyway. A couple of ways of doing it. Have people that you admire that you can actually talk to. Yeah. So I admire Karen massively. Karen Karen works for me. Karen's, I I pay Karen. But I'm massively indebted to Karen for the way that she is, for the way that she conducts herself, for the way that it makes me a better person to look at someone like her and go, you know what? You've got to do more then because she's doing more than other people are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's not getting a round of applause. She gets a round of applause from me, put it that way. You understand? I think that's so... And it, and it's, well, it's, well, it's true because, look, she's battling, she's battling cancer. She's got two kids. She's got a, a husband. She's trying to, you know, she's working for me. She's, she doesn't want to, she's like got nosebleed. She's staying up in the middle of the night because of the, of the chemotherapy drugs and stuff like that. What more is it to admire? Yeah. You know what, do you, I don't want to admire someone with a yacht. So fucking what? Right. You've got a yacht. Great. God, Right. And then who boarded this yacht? Well, when someone's fighting for, fighting at one of the scourges of humanity, which yeah. she is, in a pandemic, which she is, that's going, that's going all the way through all these things, that's who you admire. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. That's what you admire. Yeah. And that's what drives me on. I'm in the best shape of my life due to one person, and that's her. Because I focus on someone that I admire, and it's, it's facts it's, this is not a word of a lie mm. what you've got to do as well if you if you're in a place where you don't want to do something that's going to be arduous, ask who you respect in your mind. so I was in bed the other day, just going to <laughs> think of weird, but I don't care. I was in bed the other day, and it's it's freezing cold there my gym's forty five minutes away now I can don't go to my gym because legally I can, because I have an office there. Mm, yes. So I can go. It's work. Work. So I, w- I didn't want to go training. Didn't want to go. Nah, I don't want to go training. And I said to myself, what would Andre Ward do? Now your country has got some amazing boxers who I absolutely adore. And Andre Ward is just, I just love him. Not lost since he was 12 years of age. He's now retired. He was unbeaten. Two time, uh, yeah, undisputed super middleweight champion. Also moved up to like heavyweight and fought a monster in, in Sergey Kovalev. Beat him. And 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 I, I just said, what would Andre Ward do? And Andre Ward said, you have to go. You have to put the work in. Boom, I went. Yeah. We have inner inner motivation. We just ask what Andre Ward would do. Look, we know what Andre Ward would say. Yeah. Don't do it. Get out of bed. <laughs> so instead of something, get out of bed. What would David Goggins say? What would Wim Hof say? What would Karen say? Yeah, then It's about using these people that you admire. I've got minuscule things going on in my life that's bad. I'm not going to lie to you. Sure. But if, oh, I didn't want to go because today I was dead. dead oh, fuck off. Who wants to hear that?
0: Uh, I love
1: this. You know, I, I'm not saying I'm motivated every day. I'm not. Right. I'm not saying I'm motivated every day. I'm a human being. I get tired like everybody else. But what I do do is when I'm asking myself that when I'm in between this, I go, what would Karen do? What would Andre Ward do? What would, I don't know, Sugar Ray Leonard say? <laughs> Whatever. I'm weird It was like schizophrenic. I've got yeah. lovely friends. I'm never lonely. Okay. I'm never fucking yeah. lonely, put it that way. <laughs> but what I do is I ask. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes when I'm tired, when I'm on the bag, I want to be Liam. Do I punch like Liam? No. But right. do I want to be Liam? At that moment, yes. Do I, and then I want to be Gennady Golovkin. Then I want to be C- Canelo do I want to be Vasali Lomachenko or, mm. or whoever. It's about adopting a value from somebody in in your imagination that will set you, will get to make you go further.
0: Oh, that's
1: so. With, there's always more. There's always more within us, but we've got to ask us ask your mind, help me out, and I'll go. Andre Ward wouldn't quit. And you go. You're right. I'll do it for Andre. Yeah. I've never fucking met him. He don't yeah. even know who I am. But. What I do is I ask my mind and I ask my mind for heroes and I've got many. Yeah, many.
0: Yeah, I think that's the balance, too. It's like we we see these people, we put them on a pedestal and automatically they're perfect. And automatically it was easy for them to win, you know, fill in the blank championship or, you know, whatever it was, the war or whatever. And it wasn't easy. It was hard work. They didn't want to get up. They didn't want to train. They didn't want to motivate. They didn't want to move forward. And yet they did anyway, and they found success in or success in that way. And I think that if people can find the validness of just taking that step, moving forward, and get their eyes off of people, just like you said, that they, they, they don't deserve your, your worship. You know, they're no. not
1: perfect. They no, make, not, they no, no. Every day. But it's like it's like death. When when someone dies, it's always fucking sad. And especially if it's children. I mean, I, I can't comprehend that. And there's some things that I, I, I could just say, look, I don't know why. I mean, so, oh, this word is this up. And then I go, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm not, I'm not wise enough or, or I am just or I just will never know. We might never know as human beings. It might just be one of those things, which I believe it probably is. But when somebody dies, so like my brother, my brother died a few years ago. Uh, my mum died as well. And I'm not trying to get anyone's sympathy. People die. But what I, what I do is, Sometimes, when I can't do a rep, sometimes when I see something that's really beautiful, I let my brother see it through my eyes. Like, I'd say, "Ah, My brother would love it here, or another rep and say, I'll do another pull up for Mimro. I would, and I live my life. If someone's died and you love them and you love them very, very much, you got to honor them by doing living the life they wanted you to live because otherwise, then what was the point of them living, especially parents? Parents want you to have the best life. So you go, right, I'll live the best life I can because then I'm honouring their legacy. Mm. They live on then. And they, their time on the earth was worth it because they wanted you to do that. And that's how I, I also deal with things. is think like, look, what would my mum do? Sometimes I'll go somewhere and something happens. Like I've just got a text out of a really big business thing that's going, going to be amazing for me, which I'm very happy about. But <laughs> but I, I can... I, but I, but when this all happens and when I start doing these things, I say to my mum in my mind, thank you. Now I'm all only, look, I might just be saying it to myself because you might not hear, I don't know whether there's a God. I'm not going to lie. I don't know whether there is or there isn't. I always said to my bets, to believe in everyone, Buddha, Allah, the law, right? I always said to my bets, I believe in something. However, I'm grateful for that. So I, I always ha- ask, I always thank whatever it is gone on whenever I do and gone on and done things that I thank my mom, or I'll thank Andre Ward's resilience for what he's gone through to get where he got to. I'm, I'm appreciative of that. Yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. I'm appreciative of other people's endeavors because it makes me a better man.
0: Yeah.
1: It makes me a better man.
0: That's what I and I think it's so powerful. And when you approach life like that, you can literally do whatever you want to do. You can be very nimble in life and move forward and do things on a level that you always dream. I I talked the other day to some people about their dreams. And I was like, look, your dreams suck. And they didn't like that very much. I was a little bit surprised because they're sucking the life out of you. Because here you've made this huge dream and you're not doing anything about it. Because you you have all this residual baggage that you're focusing on. You're not moving forward and you're just standing still. And you can yeah. do this, but we just need to prioritize and execute, and then move forward.
1: Yeah, dreams of Disney. Yeah, goals are real. Dreams of Disney. Goals are real, and 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 you know it. It's, it's interesting because when people got into the secret and all that sort of stuff, which is great for positive mindset and believing in things and all that sort of stuff, but it's like you know, you know, they're focusing on I want a yacht. Yeah, but you work at Walmart and you and you work at Walmart and and you and you get drunk every night. You're not gonna get a fucking yacht, are you? Do you know what I mean? I've got yeah. a dream board. Fucking hell, I've got a dream board, it's got it's got Shakira on it. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell my wife, don't tell her. No, <laughs> you know, there's, there's lots of things you can look at and, and, and go and breathe and I can imagine I can imagine myself with Shakira. I better not do that. But I can imagine yeah. myself in a new, new Rolls Royce and I can feel the there and this and you're like, right, really? But you're not doing anything, like you said. You're not doing anything about your drinking, mate. You know, yeah. you're not doing anything about your health. You're smoking sixty cigarettes a day, or you're doing whatever. You know what I mean? It, it's it's nonsense, absolute nonsense. But people like to, and then when it doesn't happen, they blame they blame something else. Or oh no, we're all here. We're all here's is a thing. We're all gonna die.
0: Yeah,
1: that's it. Yeah, we're all gonna die. None of us get out of this alive. What you do in between is down to you. Yep. It's all down to you. When you get to an adult and you're of an adult stage, you can't blame anybody else. You can, or you can blame some things that go on. I, some things do go on and I can't explain that. Yeah. Well, the majority of time you're responsible how you act or react. Mm-hmm. Then the two things, learn resilience because life is going to boot you straight and wherever you don't want to get kicked.
0: Yeah. Oh, exactly. It, I I remember when I was a kid in high school, we used to spar a lot in other dojos. And, um, I, had, I, my trainer once told me, he's like, you know, this girl, you're going to fight a girl today. And I was like, I don't want to fight a girl, dude. Let me tell you something. That chick, her, her dad was a third degree black belt. So ever since she could crawl, she's been learning something. She took yeah. it to me. <laughs> And look, yeah, yeah. cheap shots. <laughs> she, I mean, she did it all, and I didn't expect that. And that's like when we think that life is just going to be rosy, and then we talk about no. that's not fair. That's not fair, and we always dwell on what's fair. Look, life's
1: not fair. The world is mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, you look at the animal. Look at the animal kingdom. You know, you see the cutest uh, deer. Oh yeah. Get ripped to, ripped to shreds by a by a, a, Not sorry, the cutest antelope. Mm-hmm. The baby one, the one, the one that's the cutest, get ripped to death by lions because it's slow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in front of its mom, in front of its mom, and in front of its brothers and sisters, gets ripped to pieces. Life is like that at times. Yeah, learn resilience. The way you protect yourself from it is you've got to keep yourself in healthy ways in every single aspect of your life. Amen. So what people don't understand, Michael, and this is what I believe, right? everything everything's your job everything what you have in the morning for your breakfast is your job what I, what you how you speak to people like your, your, your handsome self is your job the way you conduct yourself is your job the way you speak about people in McDonald's is your job yep. the way that, because it's not about a career it's about your life your, your job isn't your job's a part of your life but you have to do that job well my job is to be the best man I can possibly be. I ain't got another career. My career is being the best that can possibly be. Do I fuck up? Many times. Do I fuck up daily? Yes, of course I do. I'm not going to walk around yeah, yeah, because I'm a mind coach and I've been on Joe Rogan. So fucking what? I mentioned Joe Rogan again. i like to mention that. But I don't blame <laughs> you. Know, I'd have been doing it too. <laughs> uh, it's all good. It's all good. I was joking. But what I'm saying is if you're, not, if you're not living and trying to improve in every area of your life, you're a fucking loser. Because you're just going, it's not my fault and I can do nothing about it. Everyone can do something about something.
0: Absolutely. The greatest concept of that I've ever seen lived out is my wife. Um, She is literally my hero. One of my biggest prayers is that I'm the man that she deserves to be daily. Daily, I ask that. (laughs) Because when she was younger, she was brutally raped and molested. She was (sighs) by by someone in her family
1: that they trusted her with You know, as a child and you look it's at a lot. it's always it's mainly chat ch- so it is mainly uh, family members yeah exactly Matthew. you
0: see this beautiful little child her picture she was the cutest thing you just all you want to do is snuggle her and and play with her and, and you know for me i'm a kid nut i love children i love their laughter because it's the purest form of laughter there is you know there wasn't a dirty book yeah. behind that or anything you know it's just great laughter and so but she didn't live there. She didn't stay there. And I remember early in our marriage, I'm like, don't you think you need to go to counseling? Don't you think you need to see somebody talk to somebody? And she's like, no, I'm over
1: it, bro. Mm. <laughs> I'm moving yeah. forward. She's literally yeah. the toughest It's resilience. Counseling. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. It's resilience. And you see how we look for these spectacular people to, to inspire us to do something daily. You've got your wife. I've got my, my wife works very hard doing what she does, but I, but I see Karen every day and she's just texted me then. she's coming back from treatment now says I'm done I'm on my way home, and then she's going to go home and now she'll do homeschooling the kids because there's a lockdown here and all the kids are at home. That that is yeah. what it, that's resilience mm-hmm. and that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's not about these people on Instagram with stuff. Yep. Because these people on Instagram would fall to pieces if any of a slight bit of what she's gone through happened to them. Yep. Come. Understand? So it's so it's about the average person has more to look at and, and, and admire than than you actually know. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And and and, and that's that's why I've got the ultimate respect for nurses, for doctors, because the for nurses and doctors and surgeons and postmen and bus drivers and like and th- the unsung heroes of life where we're looking at these fucking scantily clad men and women. I mean, they are quite nice to look at scantily clad women, I must admit. But but you know, they're not the people, they're not the people that will fall you you can fall back on because I don't care how many followers they've got. Yeah. You fall they what they will falling back on them and you'll you'll end up in a very shallow place where there's no depth I'm not saying all of them I'm not saying all of them but what I'm saying is you can have your picture and stood on your jet ski in Dubai I don't care I've been to Dubai it's a miserable fucking place because everyone's got too much money and everyone's everyone does everyone's just competing on how much money they've got no one's happy it's the most miserable place ever but you see people like Karen like your wife like like whoever getting on with it getting through it and there's nothing. There's nothing more admirable than real, real resilience. That is what you should have been looking up to.
0: That's what pays the bills. That's what moves you forward. That's what jettisons you to continue to build a legacy. You know, it's not the stats. yeah.
1: And, it, and even even so, like you say, like legacy it's a lovely word and stuff like that. And you know, a few people have called me a legend quite a few times. Oh, you're a legend and all that. Not really. No, I'm not. I'm just a person that expresses that. I would like people, I I believe that people can do better. And when they do better, I'm happy. And if I'm involved with them doing better, it makes me happy. It's not really a magical magical fairy. I'm not from Camelot or anywhere like that. Mm. But I just believe totally that there is so many heroes and heroines around for us to look up to, but we're not looking in the right place. Yeah. We're looking at people with things, and it's great if they did rags, rags to riches and all that. I'm all for it, but I like people that have done that. that people that are battling every day that you don't see. Yeah,
0: yeah, they that's are the unsung awesome like. heroes, as you said earlier. You know, they are the yeah. ones that are really making the sacrifices and and showing us the example of how to to live life. And yet, we don't get to see those people. You know, the no. ones that are flashy and big and all over the place. And yeah, I think that's what's beautiful about what you're doing. And so um oh gosh, you know, and, and just getting up every day, that simple movement and and first thing in the morning, what you first feed your mind, what you feed your body, that whole holistic approach is it's your job.
1: I love what you yeah, said. Of course it is. it's it's your job. <laughs> Here's your fucking job. Of course it's your job. Everything's your job. You don't just think, oh I'll just focus on work in my career. Well, what about everything else? Yeah. What about everything else? What about how you spoke to the bus driver? What about how you, how you, how you said good morning to someone? I mean, I walked around this. There's a big lake near where I live. It's called Tatton Park. Lovely place. Big stately home and all that. And I walked around it today with my friend April from school. Uh, lovely lady. Walked around there and you know, and you're saying good morning to everyone. You know. You know, we've all got not got bowler hats and all that, no. like you Americans seem go hey, hey, Good morning, <laughs> catchy bye, <laughs> you know, and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> no, but it's like saying hello to people in the morning and stuff. You know, and, and yeah. you know, and opening, opening, you know, opening a gate for somebody or something. That's what it's all about. Yeah. It's how you conduct yourself, and it's not about because you want rounds of applause because there's no such thing as I'll sit out. It's just it's about being a little bit kinder in places where in places where you should be kinder anyway. It's just a given. It should be a given. But life is about, in my belief, that you have to treat it, everything as your job. So if you do your job well, do your life well. That's, more, that's my belief.
0: And I think those was things that you should be doing anyway. And I don't know about you, but for me, I get applauded a lot for things that I say or that I do. And it's just like, guys, don't, don't, look, you're missing the point. Because you're putting me on some kind of pedestal. I'm not to be put on a pedestal. You have to understand, this is what we're all supposed to be doing.
1: I am. I am. (laughs) (laughs) I I am. Put me on a pedestal. Forget him. I'll go on your pedestal for you. No, I I understand where you're coming from. I understand. Yeah, it's just what you're
0: supposed to do. This is how you're supposed to live life. This is how we get along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How we move forward. This is how we, because the opposite perpetuates itself too. You know, when you're living in the muck and you're in the doldrums and you're you're down there and you're doing idol worship to god knows what else out there, whether you know, like you said the yacht, if that's a thing that all you can do is just make this thing this dream when you're drinking too much and working at Walmart, it's never going to happen. And that perpetuates itself
1: to the people you live around. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I mean, but I think I think if that, if that if that it's nothing wrong with having a yacht. There's nothing wrong with that. I've got clients. You know, I worked for two fantastic, multi-millionaire, brilliant, successful guys, and I couldn't meet nicer people. Yeah. It's not everybody. You know, it's just, But I'm just saying is, if, if that's, if you want a yacht and you want to go and get a yacht, brilliant, go and get it. And when you get it, enjoy it. But also know that it's not everything in life. But if it's that's your goal, I'm all for it. I would help you get it. Of course, I would assist you if that's what they wanted to hire me to do. However, though, you find it a lot of the time is when when if that's all they want or if that's all they think that life becomes very very empty very fast very very quickly. It's like world champions; they get a belt and then they, they get the belt and they, they 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 like they got it on and they can walk around the house for it in a few weeks and then it becomes dusty. They they, don't, they defend it and then they just think Meh. and then they want another world title because they're chasing dreams, chasing like you said legacies, but like you know they're all things yeah they're all they're all things in the end and and uh, i just believe that i think it's you've got to be kind and, and decent and all right and uh, to people that deserve it some people don't deserve your your time and your efforts you don't some people are just bastards but um you know you gotta you gotta look at being the best version and best person you can possibly be so you can sleep well at night you know what i mean so you can have peace of mind knowing that you you, you've done what you wanted to to get where you wanted to get to I think that's something beautiful that you just said that some people are just bastards and and
0: I think that when you're moving forward there's always people that are going to be there's always going to be someone who says you're an idiot there's always going to be someone who's just being awful to you no matter
1: what always yeah but fuck them yeah but fuck them that's what blocking deleting's for yep you know, I never get into it me I never ever get into it. someone says oh you're fucking just go bye yeah instantly gone yeah no i don't I, I just don't get into it why why should i why should i why should i defend my what i do which is not often i'm not gonna lie right but why should i defend what i do and 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 be upset by what you think when what you think doesn't fucking matter anyway yeah think think what you want someone said to me does that hypnosis shit work i just say no <laughs> no <laughs> that's why i do it yeah, that's why I do it. No, it no. Work. no, no, it doesn't work. It's shit. Does that hypnosis shit work? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's just, I haven't got time yeah. or energy or the, or the, or the, or the wherewithal to, to engage myself in absolute nonsense. If people don't like me, I don't fucking care.
0: Yeah, there's an old saying. Because I
1: probably won't like them either. No. And you won't work for
0: them because they're not there for help. You know, they're not adding any value to no. your life.
1: Yeah, it's not, like casting your... We really, f- really don't. don't. Hey, you t- it's not yeah. everything. Everything like you just said, you hit up on there. Everything is value. Everybody wants to feel value. Everyone yeah. wants to receive value. But people are very unwilling to give value. Yeah. And, and I think it's extremely important. I'm a big fan of Michael Mans- Mark Manson at the moment. A subtle art of not giving a fuck. Mm. And um, a brilliant guy so ahead of his time and fantastic. And he puts it the way I put it. I put it straight. I don't put it in. I don't, I don't sugarcoat shit. I'm not Willy Wonka. You know what I mean? So it, it's about, you know, I'm just straight, you know, and, and I just believe that if you add value, you give value, you, and you receive value, you can't really go wrong. Hmm. Can't really go wrong then. God,
0: there's just so much in this to unpack. Uh, I think that I feel like that we're barely scratching the surface with you. And, and I hope that we can have you back on. You're going to add so much value today. And uh, I hope that. Yeah, I mean, of course. Vain, vainly, I hope right. that we're friends <laughs> forever now. So you've got well, a, a, a stalker. You're, you're, you're doomed. Um, gosh, I don't even know my mind is so blown. It's just been a great, I think this is one of the best podcasts that we've done. I think this is awesome to empower Thank people you. to take ownership over themselves and absolutely move forward and look past the haters and really focus on the right kind of hero, like, you know, reevaluate who your heroes are. I think that's such a beautiful thing that you said and it's not even something that I even think about. And um, yeah. it really blew my mind. So Vinny, how do people find you and what's new with you right now?
1: Um, you can get me on the, uh, on Vinny Shawman on, um, on Instagram. You can get me, at uh, uh info at VinnieShawman.com, which is a uh, Vinny Sh- on my website. Uh, it's VinnieShawman.com. You can also have a look at the Shawman solution, which is a series of videos with, um, tips, tricks, some hypnosis in there, people just to get you through life, anxiety and, and stuff like that. And, and just motivation. And yeah, just, you know, get me. I'm, I'm always willing to answer questions. Anyone asks me anything. I'm willing to uh, speak to anybody. I'm not beyond reach. So I'm not I'm not this celebrity sort of, I mean, I'm certainly not a celebrity, but you know, this sort of unreachable person that's too busy to talk to you. Please don't make, and this is what I want to, to give to all your viewers. listeners Please don't assume that I'm too busy. Yeah. Everyone keeps saying it. I know you're very busy. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't today. No, yeah. if I can speak to people, I will. Yeah. You know, I'm never too, That's you know, look, 24 hours in my day is 24 hours in yours. If I can talk to you and if I can, if if, if I'm available and, and, you know, people want, then absolutely fine. But listen, thank you very much for the kind words. I appreciate every single moment of this and I'm very honoured to be on your podcast and I would love to come back.
0: Ah, oh. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen. Great episode of the Bowman Legacy Podcast. And as, as always, we are brought to you by Bowman Legacies, Making Life Better for the Blue Collar Person, one CEO at a time. And Grizz Waller, who's about to bring out, uh, launch his new book, Selfish Acts of Righteous Men this summer. It's a very exciting, very fun, very different Western. It's a very outside of the box uh, book and a great brain vacation. So, guys... As always, man, thank you so much for listening and continue to build that legacy that will far surpass your legend.